0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reineck. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So a few months ago, I did a podcast show on whether or not you should buy the beaten down blue chips. Well, now that we've had a mini correction, some of the blue chips have really, really been battered now, and including some newer blue chips that we didn't talk about the last time. So if you thought they were cheap before, they may really be this time. So let's take a look at some of these. And, you know, I'm going to ask the usual question I ask when I do an episode like this, which is, are they values or are they value traps? Because just because the stock sold off, remember, doesn't necessarily mean you should be rushing in to buy it, of course. So just for a refresher, for those that are new to the podcast or just need a reminder of what a value trap is, it's a stock that has some of the classic value characteristics that we know and love, like low PE, low price to sales or low price to book. It may even have an attractive peg ratio, you know, the PE plus the growth. And when you're looking at it, you think, oh, this looks like a value to me, but it may not be. And the one way um, you can tell if it's the trap or the value is to look at the earnings. So look at that earnings consensus for the year, not the quarterly ones, but the yearly. And a value stock will have rising earnings there, or at least it should, I'm hoping it should. But in a value trap, you'll see the earnings consensus falling. So the estimates are either being cut or they're expected to be lower for the future, like year over year lower. Usually those go hand-to-hand, though, that you get cuts and it's year-over-year lower. So that cheap PE may not be cheap for a reason. And remember, why do we want to buy falling earnings? We don't. We want our companies to be crushing it, and we still want them to be cheap. So crushing it on earnings and still cheap, so that means earnings growth. We're going to get probably Zach's ones and twos if we do that because that's the rising earnings. It's not easy to find. I know we we always look every week here, but people want some of these beaten down stocks to fall into the value camp. They feel like this could be a buying opportunity but it may not be. And also when some of these blue chips sell off, that's when investors get really scared because they're called blue chips for a reason. They're called the blue chip because they're supposed to be kind of stable. Everybody owns them. They have you know, good management and usually rising earnings. So that's why everybody owns them, but now for some reason they don't. So investors get really scared when the blue chips get battered, and you can sometimes get a deal, like a genuine value deal on some of these blue chip popular names that sell off. But we're going to take a look at five today. Some are our old friends, let's just call them, that we've talked about in the past. But you know, some time has passed, so maybe they've either gotten cheaper or maybe something's changed in their story where they're no longer a value trap where they might be a value because you do have to keep reevaluating stocks. Just because something was happening a quarter ago doesn't mean it still is especially if management is kind of getting their act together and, you know, they've made changes or it's a turnaround type of story where they have a new strategy in place or maybe even a new management team with a new strategy. And so you got to give some companies a little time to enact those changes. And so it's good to check in every couple of months or, you know, just to kind of see what is going on there if maybe the story has changed. So let's dive into some of these. The first stock is one of the ones we've talked about in the past many times now, but it remains pressured, let's just call it. So General Electric, GE of course, It's still on our list of the beaten down, battered blue chips here. So their five-year return, they're now down 37% over the five-year. The S&P 500 is up 73% in that time. So it's a lot of underperformance now. Year-to-date, they're down further. They're down 18.4% year-to-date. So that's not good, but I've been noticing it because I like to watch these as they keep sinking and sinking. You know, maybe they do get to be a value shortly because of just the sheer fear that's embedded in them. So this one is trading now with a forward P of 15. So that's right at my cutoff for a value stack. It's cheap, but it's not dirt cheap, but I would be interested around 15 times. So earnings in 2018, this is what we have to look at. They're expected to decline still 5.7%. So they made $1.05 in 2017. They're expected to make just 99 cents in 2018. But the real killer here for my dreams of this being a value stock and not a trap are to look at 2019. It's only expected to increase 3% on earnings to dollar two, that's not good. Of course, as I said, this can change and hopefully management figures it out and, and gets some change in that and you see growth as we get towards the end of this year, the analysts get more bullish, but right now they're really not. So you have to ask yourself, why am I buying this company that basically is not gonna grow earnings for three years at a time when we have record earnings growth on the S&P 500 And, you know, we just got these big corporate tax cuts. That's going to go to boost earnings as well. G's not seen any of it. No wonder the shares are down 18.4% year to date. Um, Yeah, they're kind of cheap, but they're not dirt cheap. I am getting a dividend still, even though they cut it earlier. It's still yielding 3.2%, but that's not enough for me to keep in or even want to buy a stock like this. I'm going to keep an eye on G though, if those estimates start to improve for at least 2019 going forward, then I might get interested. And if the stock really gets dirt cheap, then we might be interested just based on the value of the company itself. Then you're you're buying the assets, right? So GE is still a value trap, I'm sorry to say. Okay, moving on to our second stock, it's Newell Brands. This is ticker NWL. And we've never talked about this one, but it had a big meltdown recently, and it's been around forever. It, it holds a lot of name brand um, products, and it's, like you would know, it's bought out Jardin not that long ago, and Jardin had uh, brands like the Crock-Pot which I was informed by some of my millennial coworkers that they own, they all own crock pots and they like are cooking with them. So I always wondered like, who's buying the crock pot? Danny's nodding. Do you own a crock pot, Danny? Absolutely. He does. He owns one. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, this is maybe why Newell's Secret now and the reason they bought Jardin, I'm just making this up right now, is for the crock pot. But they own a lot of other brands too, like First Alert, um, the smoke detectors and things. So if you went through the list of the brands, you'd be like, oh yeah, I use all these. Uh, So consumer goods, basically. Um, But- I love Jarden. I owned Jarden, And then I owned it when it was bought up by Newell because Newell had been smoking hot, too, for a couple of years. So I thought, wow, what a great combination. They're really going to be able to maximize the Jardin brands. And unfortunately, that's not what happened. So about two quarters ago, management came out and said, man, things aren't going as good. And our core organic growth isn't looking too hot And the shares plunged down. So I kind of gave him a little bit of a pass in the beginning. But really, again, like I said with GE, with the economy this strong, the global economy, the U.S. economy, even Europe, there's no reason for these companies to be faltering unless something's going on with management that's not good. So. They had another disappointing pre-announcement, Newell. They're actually reporting earnings shortly on February 16th, the actual earnings. So I'm sure that conference call will be interesting. Everybody who's interested should look at that conference, you know, should listen in if they can. Um, But... There's a lot going on. The old Jarden CEO and some other um, management people at old Jarden are trying to get on the board. They're trying to like get back in there because they're messing it up. Um. So yeah, I don't like the stories when there's a lot of chaos on the management side and when they don't look like they know what they're doing because that's never good. These shares are cheap now. PE is 99 Um Year-to-date, they're down 14% still. They did rally off the ultimate lows that were a couple of weeks ago because people think um, maybe some big private equity people or others might go in and uh, try to turn around this company. But as I said, we already know that some of the old Jardin people are trying to get in there. And so there's a lot just the noise going on with it, but it is off those lows I still don't like it here because when you look at those earnings you'll see why. So 2016 they made 289, 2017 they're expected to make 275. So that's down 4.8% and then 2018 it's unchanged. Much like GE, like why am I buying a company that's unchanged when we had the tax cuts and all this other stuff? They're not growing earnings at all, even with all the millennials buying the crackpot apparently. So, um, no, this is a value trap, even though shares look real cheap. Um, I'm not in it. There's a lot of noise. I'm going to be watching those earnings. If you know, I know some of you bought in when it got really cheap a couple weeks ago before this bounce off those lows. So good for you. If you're, if you're playing it for the short term, that was a good buy. Um, but, for the longer term, even though I love all the brands, if management is not, uh, you know, doing what they need to do, I don't like it. So this I consider to be a value trap. That's Newell Brands NWL. And then turning over to the um, much maligned athletic wear. So Under Armour, UAA is the ticker. We used to talk about them um, maybe a year or so ago. And then they went out of favor because suddenly leisure wear is not hot anymore. It was like the hottest apparel item, and now it's not. And some of these companies are struggling a bit. So their story is uh, they made $0.58 in 2016. It was considered to be high-growth stock, so you paid a lot for the shares Then 2017, only expected to make $0.20, so decline in earnings of 65%. So that's not good. But then looking at 2018, that's only expected to be $0.21. So basically the same as 2017 yet again. So I'm not seeing a real turnaround there, even though a lot of people think there is in in what's going on at the company. And I feel like people think that because the bleeding has stopped or the bad news, I should say, has stopped. So they're like, oh, okay, Under Armour is going to be fine now. And um, they're just, they're too expensive for what this is. So again, they're only making 21 cents or expected to in 2018, and their PE is now 68. So there's not a value there, even though shares are We're down big. They are up 11% year to date because a lot of people think the worst is over. But given these earnings, basically no growth, I'm not seeing any earnings growth there. So am I buying this as a growth stock? No. Where's the growth coming from? They haven't proved to me that they're gonna find that growth again. So um, this is a trap if you're looking for value, but it's kind of also a trap if you're looking for growth too because as I said, I'm not seeing any earnings growth there. So Under Armour, don't like that one either. This is, like, depressing today for some reason. Um, Okay, so moving on to the restaurant side. Chipotle, we've talked about them numerous times. I've examined whether or not they were a value. Shares have been up, down, all around. Um, When I was preparing this, the shares were down 14% year-to-date, but they have since spiked because they announced that they're hiring the old Taco Bell CEO as their new CEO. They were on the lookout for a CEO. And a lot of people wanted them to go with someone else who had a lot of experience in, in the industry. So they did. Obviously, one of their kind of competitors. Um, shares and uh, shareholders really like it. Investors, the street likes it for now. And so the shares are up off those lows. So not as cheap as they were. So before that announcement, the PE was at 30. It's still trading really high, in my opinion, for what is happening here. Because when you look at these earnings, it's again, the story still isn't that good. So 2017, they managed to make $660. Um, that's not so bad considering coming off of those PR issues and all of that. And the decline in their same restaurant sales um, was pretty severe. So they made 660 2018, it is looking better. So $8.36. That's up 26%. So when you look at that you you think, Tracy, what are you talking about? Like this is much better. Um this is this can't be a value trap, but those estimates have come down. In the last 30 days, they were looking for 944. Now they're looking for 836. So the estimates are going in the wrong direction for 2018. Yeah, there's still a gain there, and there should be because 2017 was not good. So they should be gaining off of that. If they weren't, I'd be even more scared. But they're not... Gaining as much as the analysts initially believed they would, they're just not getting the rebound. The customers are not coming back like everyone thought they would. Um, hence, the new CEO, who they hope is going to help boost, you know, the customers and that those same store counts. But 2019, um, we're also seeing similar cuts. Thirty days ago, analysts looking for 1154, and now they're only looking for 1071. But that is a gain off of the 2018. But I don't like it that they're cutting both of those years because essentially management did say they didn't know what they were doing on the last conference call. We don't know. We're running this big operation, but we we have no CEO right now. Maybe he or she will know. And so now they have hired the CEO. So we'll see. But with the 30 times, I don't consider this one to be cheap enough because the growth just isn't there for me. Um, I'm waiting to see, again, I'll check in on this one, and I I watch it pretty closely because I would love to buy Chipotle much lower, Um, you know, at a value play. If I could get it at 15 times, that I would be buying there because there is growth there. There's a lot of markets that Chipotle isn't in, I still like the brand, Um, they have a lot, they could do an international expansion. And it's still popular. So if they get their act together, um, I might be interested. But as a value play, I'm not. Okay, let's move on to another retailer here. Um, We haven't talked about JCPenney in a while. JCP is the ticker there. Maybe there's a reason we haven't talked about it. Year-to-date, the shares are up slightly, 1%, so that's not so bad. So it looks like at this one the bleeding has stopped, at least for a little while. They're still trading under $5, so um, that's not that great. But five years, they're still down 84%. And remember, the s and up 73% in that time period, so it's been pretty brutal for the shareholders. Not super cheap here, but that's only because they're only now – starting to gain um and try to boost those earnings. So, PE is 20. So again, it's not super cheap, but um they made 8 cents in fiscal 2017. So, they were able to have earnings. So, that is a positive for them cuz a couple years in a row they had negative earnings growth, remember, or just negative earnings. And now they are in the green, so eight cents. Um, fiscal twenty eighteen expected to make ten cents, so they're keeping it. That's up twenty five percent. And then next year, up again, up to seventeen cents. So this company is going in the right direction. You may love it or hate it, or just like hate those department stores, think they're going down. They're all going to be Amazon, and that's fine. Um, then don't buy any of them. But some of these are looking a little more like values. And so I do like the direction of JCPenney's earnings. It hasn't reported yet. It's going to report on March 2nd. And there's always that expectation here. And if they miss on those expectations, then it may go back into being the trap side, right? That's the issue with a lot of the retail side, especially the department stores. So have they figured it out? Did they have a good enough holiday season? Are they holding that momentum? Um, and do you have the guts to buy down here as um, we wait for those earnings? That's all the questions you have to ask yourself as an investor. But remember value investing means nobody else likes the stock. People are fleeing it, the street, and um, other investors think, eh, why would I buy that? It's dumb. Um, actually, that's also an interesting way to look at some of these others that we've talked about today because a lot of people are not fleeing some of these other <laughs> stocks. So that's one value characteristic they, they're they missing. I, I mean, plenty of people buying in Chipotle at these levels, so that's not being ignored by the street. But JCPenney is, so that I do consider to be a value play here. So JCPenney, maybe the only value play out of all of these. So I didn't look at these stocks before I did the show. Um, I just kind of had a list running that I keep at my desk of uh, blue chips that have kind of blown up or, you know, have been weak for a long time. And, and I keep a track and watch them. And so when I went in to see if these were the value traps or real values by looking at the earnings and seeing what's happening with the estimates, um, I was kind of surprised that four out of five of them are still the traps. So remember, a stock that is sold off isn't necessarily a deal. Um, a lot of these companies are still struggling. So I'm staying clear of them. I don't like when management has problems. <laughs> um the same, you know, goes for any company that you're watching, not just these blue chips. But, you know, Zacks covers, we cover 4,400 stocks here. So why waste time on those that are struggling, especially right now with the economy doing so well? The global economy is hot. Uh, there's plenty of companies that are crushing it. And as I said, some of those that are crushing it are still values. So why not get that combination? Although I know if you're like me, you like looking at these beaten down stocks because you can occasionally find hidden gems in there. You can find ones that other people have not been in or have abandoned completely. They finally thrown in the towel. Um, JCPenney might be one of those. I don't know because it's still trading under the $5.00. But um, you see some of that, and um, that's that's where value investors like to buy. I know, because um, I that's why I keep a track. As I said, I keep a list of all these because I like to buy down there too. But um, every week, you know, I'll be bringing you more value stocks here, of course. So let's recap what we had this week. Uh, we had GE, which is just GE, Newell Brands NWL, Under Armour UAA. Chipotle is CMG. Uh, JCPenney is JCP. And um, as I said, you need you should uh, be subscribing so that you get all of the value stocks every week here on the Value Investor. We're on iTunes; we have our own standalone show there under the Value Investor. That's Apple Podcast, and we are also on SoundCloud. So be sure to subscribe somewhere so that you don't miss an episode. And um, on a side note, I have been watching the oil stocks and the banks. I know some of you have been tweeting at me about both of those sectors. Now both have seen. big pullbacks. So in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be covering those sectors and see if there's any value there. So be sure to tune in.